0: You had an album that you were really excited about. Did I? Hold on. <laughs> Let me look back through our text history. Cause you sent it to me and I listened to it for a while and I was like, it's Oh yeah. Nice. Nick, let's go. Oh, yeah. oh
1: yeah. Oh swords. yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's called swords. Um, every song on the record starts the S. So it's also kind of like it's S words. Cause Ooh. he's so goddamn smart and Sibilance. adorable. Yeah. This is great. This is a good opportunity to talk about, about a little Nick. So The way that I discovered him is he essentially has, like, a dual musical personality where he releases serious but real weird solo music. And then he also makes, like, comedy music that he's gotten, like, a lot of popularity on, like, Twitter and YouTube and stuff for it where he just has, like, these just absurd music videos where it's usually, like, him sitting in his basement and he, like... (laughs) he like sprays his face with water. So it looks like he's really like sweaty and greasy with the whole time, but he's just soaking wet the whole time. Wow. And it's so sexy, yes. um, but he's just this like just ridiculously talented dude. And all of his like comedy songs are just so funny. He's got like a, He's like, he has like an, I want to be at the RNC song that's about, and he sings about like Dan Bongino and it's just like <laughs> really intense and like just driving and it just keeps getting more and more aggressive and it's just so absurd. It's a lot of just satire. It's also just a lot of really silly stuff. He has several songs that are about like spirit Halloween and like, Oh
0: God. Yes. The and, best place to go. Yeah, I, don't
1: know. I, I couldn't recommend him more. Um, he also has like this, world this world building thing where he's he talks about like the gremlins movies (laughs) and how it's like there's a shame that they stopped after two and he wants to bring gremlins back to have a gremlins three Uh he talks about that and then there's like a storyline about how he lives with his grandmother and she's, she has a boyfriend named Mel who he hates and he keeps trying to kill him. And it's just, it's just like a lot, of, but, but like he'll bring little bits of all of that lore into like these other songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like this underlying thing. It's really great. But he also then has serious music and the album that I sent you, his album Swords, that's just, it's just so good. And like, there's a lot of really, I knew, I thought that you would like it because there's a lot of really like boppy all over the place bass guitar playing in a lot of those songs um and there's lots of like cool horn parts um and it's just it's right up my alley because he just makes it like in his basement on his you know he records all the parts on like his computer and whatever and i i I feel a kinship with that um but like i but he's great i i feel like over the last couple of years since i've discovered him like i go through these like streaks where i just listen to like just that album and then like a couple of songs from his other serious albums, just like on repeat for a long period of time. I would call him like a musician's musician, where if you are someone who like is into recording and creating recorded music, or like someone who understands the intricacies of different kinds of instrumentation, he does it all so well and it's just really impressive and and I do love him and I keep talking to him on Twitter and telling him that he needs to come to the West Coast because he's from Tennessee and he needs to come tour out here. He's he's starting to fi- finally do like big tours um, with his band and like selling shows out. So hopefully we can get him out here. What did you think about it when you heard it? It's very weird. Um, mm-hmm. And the last thing that I will say about it is. It reminds me in a lot of ways of cursive and especially early cursive. Um, even like his voice sounds a lot like Tim Casher's voice, mm. um, and so uh, I just yeah I couldn't recommend it enough. I think I think vocally he's a lot. Sometimes he sounds exactly like Tim Casher.
0: Yeah, I mean i it, it sounded kind of familiar in that way. Um... I enjoy it when you send me bands to listen to partially just because I like getting new music and I like your taste in music, but also because it's fun to see what people like. And if you can get a sense of whether they'd like something or uh, not like something else. And like, there's no perfect art to it. You know, I love mountain goats and hate the Decemberists and there's no reason for that. It just just is. Um, But this I was like I can see Tyler enjoying this <laughs> band a lot yeah it was kind of quiet and I don't know just good strange lyrics I suppose like I have only listened to it twice and when I listen to an album for the first couple of times, it kind of blends together for me. And so I'm not sure where one song ends and one song starts necessarily with this one, which is kind of fun. Like there's artists who try to make it really distinct when it's one song or the next, their tone changes a lot, their style changes a lot. Love that for them. But it's also fun for me when there's an album that just flows all the way through. And this definitely felt like, not that it was telling a story, but that it was something that was meant to be played all the way through. And I appreciated that. Like, I couldn't pick out one song that's my favorite quite yet, um, but I'm kind of excited to have it playing in the background of things for a while and see what I can pick out from that. And I don't know why If I'm just on like a, a kick now that we talked about lemon demon once and I reminded things <laughs> existed, but it gave me that vibe too. Oh, totally. Of just kind of electronic a bit, uh, a little warped and that element of just one guy alone and made this <laughs> and he, it is exactly what he wanted it to be.
1: I, I, I mean, exactly. And honestly, I think that there's just similarly to lemon demon, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't quite go to the extreme of saying that i think that nick let's go is as good as lemon demon just because no. i think they're like lemon demon is its own level of a thing but it's <laughs> it's musicians that you can tell are pretty much virtuosos like there's elements of lemon demon songs that you're like oh that person can play in whatever instrument as good as anybody and there's elements of like those nick let's go songs too where like there's just like a little bass line here or like a little guitar flourish. And I'm like, Oh yeah, he's really, really good at his instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love like being able to see an artist that doesn't necessarily take themselves too seriously. Yes. At one point he ta- he had, he had, or has a job writing like jingles for Netflix stuff. Ooh. Like Netflix, like hired him to write, I don't know if it's theme song stuff for like some of their own produced material or what. Um, and he has like a degree in like commercial songwriting from some college, which like literally he, he makes lots of jokes about it because he's like, I literally like went to college to be a sellout, you know, like to, (laughs) to like write music for corporations. Um, but I feel like, you know, you can tell people who understand composition and like lemon demon is the same thing where it's just these songs that are so dense and there's so much going on. Um, and yeah, I just I love him, and I, I I'm definitely in my uh, my phase. He also has a a song called "All Shook Up," um, which is which might be my favorite song of his. It's not on that record; it's on uh, his record from a couple of years prior to that. But the music video is him playing his guitar in front of like just like a blank screen like a blanket like up against the wall and they're throwing hot dogs at him (laughs) and it's and it's like a five minute song of him jamming out and (laughs) there's people in front of him are just throwing hot dogs at him it's really funny I don't know how much money in in hot dogs they spent but uh it was a pretty big budget
0: wow I part of me also is like are you is this guy verging into fetish video territory because that's got to be somebody something
1: I mean if he makes a patreon that is based around fetish stuff with him. I will be the first subscriber.
0: Yeah. I think that would be really fun I am, to I'm
1: kind of in love with him.
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> to get into fetish stuff.
0: Yeah. if it was like throwing <laughs> hot dogs at someone while they play guitar, like why not?
1: Well, but then then you have then you could have like 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 certain little like subgenres where like some of the hot dogs, are like kosher hot dogs. And some of them mm-hmm. are like, are like turkey hot dogs, like the low calorie hot dogs or like Polish sausages. You know, <laughs> you know there's a lot there's a huge range.
0: Yeah. You can't branch onto other meats. Though. once you go hot dog, that's all anyone wants to see you for.
1: Well, yeah. And like, that's, I mean, if you go to steak, like you're just being a sellout, like every, everybody can do steak.
0: Everybody can do steak. Not everybody can do a hot dog like just right the way that this guy can.
1: <laughs> do you like hot dogs? What's your take on hot dogs?
0: I enjoy a hot dog. Um, okay, I love hot dogs. I've typically bought the kosher kind, but I am not religious and will eat whatever.
1: Yeah, me too. Erin hates hot dogs and she she hates hot dogs <laughs> and she hates brats. What? And I'm from, I'm from the Midwest so like The only thing when I would wake up every morning, I would have three brats and then I'd get ready for lunch. And then at lunch, I would have six brats. Yeah. And then at night before bed, I would have I would have a full dozen brats. And so now my life's kind of hard because she won't let me have brats.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I still have
1: them. And I just
0: like secret (laughs) brats. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's my other relationship is yeah. my, me and me and brats and I, and I take it out for a date and like we, we like go to a matinee somewhere yeah. and be me in me a bucket of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> this, is oh not weird.
0: this isn't weird at all. This is normal.
1: <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird though. Like when I ask the kid at the front desk, I'm like, how many tickets do I have to get for my bucket of hot dogs? Is <laughs> it discount as one ticket?
0: Like you can't bring outside food. You're like, no, please. This is,
1: it's alive, sir. I'm hoping to get to
0: first base here, man.
1: These hot dogs are
0: all I have left.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) Nick, let's go. Very great. Mm -hmm. Super awesome. I think that anybody who likes weird jammy, like it's just got a nice vibe to it. He's just like a Southern dude who's really funny and witty and has real weird instrumentation. Like there's xylophone in songs, and there's lots I love of poems. And, and, yeah. and it's not even like xylophone, it's like fucking really well played, like fast xylophone stuff. Like it's great. That's I'm fantastic. very on board. But yeah, so yeah, I, I highly recommend it to anybody and also Lemon Demon. And if they ever tour together, I, Hannah and I will go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we can end it there. Um, Tyler, do you have anything to promote here at the end of the podcast?
1: Well, I actually, I know that I just keep releasing stuff, but I actually just released a, a little, oh a quick little two song EP. And, you know, I also have my new album that I just released. So that, there's just lots of stuff. Got lots of, got shows coming up in August. Um, so yeah, t- Tyler, John Hartman, music.com. Check it out. Come see a show. Yeah. You too, Hannah, come see a show.
0: I will. I'm planning to. Nice. <laughs> at least one. Um, yeah, and if you want to see what I've written and the other podcasts that I have made over the years, check all of that out on hd-creates.neocities.org. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, y'all. Hold on one second. I need to put my computer in.
1: Okay. You have like a pillar in your room.
0: No. What
1: is oh, that? What was what? You have like a pillar behind you. No. Is it like a what is that? What's so, the? Oh, it looks like a big like.
0: Oh no! There is a pillar. Holy shit! You're right.
1: <laughs> There's parts of your room that you haven't even discovered yet.
0: I've mostly just been asleep in here or looking at computers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, that's quite the room.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very lucky to have this hotel room to not see Texas in.
1: Yeah. Did you, you haven't, so you haven't gone to like the, the Dallas Cowboys stadium and gone to the strip club there.
0: No, I wanted to, but like, I'd be going alone and going alone to a strip club is just the best way to make me cry.
1: <laughs> also like it's Texas. Like, can you even like, can you look at boobs there? Is that is it legal so. for a woman to look at another woman's boobs there?
0: No, it's very illegal to do that, which is okay. why I want to do it more. Frankly.
1: True. I respect that.
0: I mean, they are very careful when they bring out the like steer running because they do make all of the steers run around. They're like no lady cows in case a woman's in the audience and sees a lady cow boob.
1: <laughs> I respect that. I mean, you got you can never be too careful. I yeah. you know, <laughs> Good job, Texas. You guys are doing a great job
0: it's sinful to look at boobs. If you also own boobs. Yep. Um, I mean,
1: that's, yeah, that's, that's like chapter one of the Bible, I think.
0: Yeah. 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 It's fine to look at bulls If you're a dude though, because they've had their balls cut off. So it's fine.
1: Yeah. Just like me with my vasectomy. So I'm fine. Everybody,
0: (laughs) everyone can look at Tyler because he has no balls, no
1: balls. (laughs) The doctor was like, Tyler, we don't actually remove your balls. And I'm like, no, I'm committed. I want to get rid of them, sir. Please do it.